Hello everyone and welcome back to Survive This Crit RPG Edition where Kylie and our guest Casey and I will be playing our way through the movie Alien. For this edition we're going to be having Kylie be our lovely GM and Casey and I will be parts of the members of the crew. Yes, so, <laughs> so we excited. will be doing Monster of the Week written by the lovely Nicholas here and we will be having two additional crew members join us. So do you crew members want to introduce yourselves? So I'll start. Uh, I am Nick the Mundane. So I am basically a, a maintenance person, you know, uh, working, working in the lower decks, uh, just trying to make sure nothing breaks. Simple stuff like that. I'm a simple man, simple trucker hat. You wear the trucker hat in space? Yes. Got it. Okay. Just Sometimes even sure. over my spacesuit. Oh, <laughs> that's a look. I love it. It's just a really, really large one that goes over the helmet. Mm, Owens is lucky to be here. The <laughs> warrant officer is the voice of common sense on the ship, you know, advising the captain and trying to keep things manageable for the rest of the crew. Um, despite not having much of any technical or engineering skill of our own, uh, Owens uh, may be the beneficiary of some light space nepotism uh, to have gotten this job and um, like has more or less surrendered to the idea of just get through the freight, you'll make it home, you've got your space jumpsuit, it's not the least comfortable thing you've ever worn. You brought plenty of coffee to brew. Like we're gonna make it out of this. We're we're gonna be fine. And then then someone's rib cage opened violently, and uh, yeah, now things aren't so sure. Yes, things are definitely a little bit up in the air as we begin with our adventurers. So previously on the previous episode. Your crew had landed on the moon, and the three members, Dallas, Lambert, and Kane, had come across mysterious eggs. You know, Kane had had a creature on his face, as we previously had learned, and later it popped out of his stomach. Which, as you mentioned, as Owens mentioned, was quite a disgusting surprise for him. It wasn't in their contract, apologies, to witness that. It was not. I've so at this like point, that. the crew is floating through space against an hostile alien that is hiding somewhere. And who knows what's going to happen next. But you have a couple of remaining NPCs who are here with you. You have Parker, Brett, and Dallas who are here to join the team. And you all are going to start in the in the room with mother to explain to mother what just happened because this is like moments after has happened <laughs> i feel like that's the best way to describe it in all honesty moments after <laughs> is it weird that instead i just think of the scene from space falls where it's kind of the same thing but a little funnier yeah i guess this version wasn't as funny 
But yes, so Dallas, Brett, Parker, Owens, and Nick are all in mother mother's area trying to find contact and figure out what happened. So we're just going to start off right from the little the little alien, just scamper it off? Yes. So first thing is I look down at uh, the place where where Kane was sitting. I look at his plate and I just kind of look at the rest of my crew and I go, what was he eating? You're yeah. making jokes. Now. You know that wasn't anything he ate. You know we know you know it wasn't anything he ate. It was that giant freaking thing that hugged his whole face and then fell off. Brett jumps in and says, I don't know. I mean, Kane did say he was gluten-free, so <laughs> I guess that could have been an issue as well. Maybe it was a severe gluten intolerance to something. Owens walks off, uh, heading for Mother, just muttering Dallas under their follows. breath about making jokes while Kane's blood is just dripping off the table. It's never going to get those stains out. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. This is only supposed to be six months. This is only supposed to be a six-month layover. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> and has to stop a couple of times to make sure he's not going down the wrong hallway and reassert that they are actually headed for the the mother console. And Dallas follows you. Dallas catches up and says, hey, are you all right? No, I'm not all right. <laughs> How are you all right? Is anyone all right? Did you see that 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 tuber thing just erupt from Kane's chest? I did, but I, we obviously have to do something about this, but I, I'm honestly having a hard time believing it was even real. Well, the proof that it was real is dripping off the table. So mother is this way, yes? Yes, let, let's let's go speak to mother. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys are off doing that. I guess it's just me and Brett in the kitchen here right now. I light a cigarette. I look over at him and I go, I don't see what his problem is. You know, this is just how I deal. This is how I deal with trauma, you know? Got to make jokes sometimes. <laughs> <sighs> Parker comes and joins you in there, takes your cigarette. It's like, what did I miss? Because apparently Parker wasn't in the room when this happened. And Parker suddenly gets violently nauseated. Was that? Is that? Is that Kane? It's what's left of him. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. That's that's what's left with him. This is what happens when you, uh, when you go and digging in eggs. You shouldn't be digging in the first place, you know? Why are you hanging out with a corpse? Uh, I don't know. No one told me to go off anywhere, you know? Just kind of waiting for orders. Waiting for everyone to group back up together and uh, figure out what it is we're going to do. Because clearly we just got something weird crawling around this ship. Brett rolls his eyes at you, just irritated by the fact that you're smoking next to a corpse. And he heads downstairs, down to the lower level. What's Owens doing at this point? Owens is pretty sure Dallas is the one with captain's access to mother. So is standing, giving Dallas the father of all uh, expectant looks of this is absolutely what needs to happen. Mother needs to know about this so the company can understand why we're coming home uh, at maximum speed and not just lazily coasting back towards earth 
Can you roll charm for that? I can absolutely roll charm. Two dice, yes? Yes. I've got a plus one. I've got a plus one uh, to charm. Um, So that is a four and a two on the dice for a total of seven. Ooh, so that is a partial success. So you can get what you want, but either you need to sacrifice something later or he's not totally going to listen to you. So you take your pick. What would you what would you rather the outcome be? That you get something you want now but have to sacrifice something later or you're basically going to make an enemy in this moment. I feel like getting my way now for cost later on has a slightly bigger hook for me than cheesing off Dallas right now. I'm not too worried about Dallas being angry with me. I'm worried about Dallas breathing. Yeah. Absolutely. So what what is your impassioned speech that you give Dallas to prove that we have to talk to Mother? You and I both know that there has never been anything like that thing encountered by humans before. And... Our first contact has already wound up with someone dead. Now, I am willing to overlook certain violations of quarantine that may or may not have brought us to this point, but we have to stand together on this now or we're gonna fall apart. Dallas solemnly hangs his head for a minute and says, I think you're right. It's best if we get corporate in on this early. That way they know we didn't intentionally want any malice. This just happened. So you go into the room to mother. Mm-hmm. Hello, what can I do for you today? Owens walks in biting their tongue. Uh, with a look that Dallas probably recognizes as, uh, no, I'm right, um, on Owen's face. And given that Dallas is the captain and the first point of contact, Owens is going to basically just loom over his shoulder and watch him type back to the entrance behind them so that completely oblivious uh, if anyone else shows up and just like, all right, so tell her. Tell her that someone is dead. Tell her that there's an unknown organism on board and we need to get home as swiftly as possible. Dallas takes a deep breath and regretfully relays all this information to mother. And mother is quiet for a second and then responds only with, there is a need for repair for my engine. What happened to my engine? Please repair my engine before going into state of quarantine. Ask mother to do a diagnostic for any kind of details on what in the engine needs fixing. Mommy, diagnostic. (laughs) Mommy, diagnose. Flux loosener, hidden. Flux loosener, gone. Please repair. Please repair. Did we, 
did we pack an extra flux loosener? Dallas is like, I mean, one of these freaking engineers on this ship would know better than me. I'm just the captain. I just tell people what to do. I'm basically like you. We don't actually know what we're doing. We're just oh, oh, oh. here. We're just the face <laughs> of the company. <laughs> yeah. Owens is, if Owens had hair, they'd be pulling at it right now and uh, says, look, I know I'm not the most tech savvy person on this boat, but even I was awake during orientation for what happens if your flux gets too tight. We need to keep the flukes. We need to keep the flux loose and uh, lubricated. Otherwise, the whole shaft could explode, and uh, then we're not going anywhere anytime soon. I don't want to be trapped on this ship with a foot and a half long death worm. Do you? That doesn't Obviously sound fun. Obviously not. Well, so you two are discussing, and let me hop back over to Nick and Parker, who are near the corpse. Nick and Parker, what is Nick doing at this point in time? So at this point, I kind of just look at Parker and I go, I'm about to convince one of something. I go, Park, sorry, let me get, uh, Parker, what do you think? Should, we got a little, little bastard walk, running around this ship. Should probably uh, hunt him down, don't you think? I think you're going to need a role to convince Parker to go chase a very terrifying creature. Parker's not that bright, but you need a definitely roll to convince Parker. Okay. Six, four, so 12 with my charm. Oh, gosh. Okay. Parker reaches out his hand, shakes your hand, says, I'm all in, brother, and brings you in for a close hug. We're in this together. We're for life. So where do you two head off to? Okay. So first thing is uh so discussing Parker here. All right. So what are we gonna we know that uh you probably assume that shooting it isn't gonna work. We saw that whole acid scenario happen earlier on. What can we use to get rid of this thing? Um <laughs> I go, you know, maybe we need Maybe we need to get more minds on this. So let's go head over to uh to Owens and uh that other guy, Dallas. Let's go head over and see see those guys. Maybe, maybe they have a smart idea for that. Okay, wonderful. What route do you take to meet up with them? What route are you going to take to try to you last you heard they were headed toward mother. So where are you headed? What route are uh, you going to take? I'll probably I'll try the comps, you know? I'll just okay. try the comms. So I'll go for the comms that are in the kitchen area. I assume there are comms there. Mm -hmm. um, I'll press a little button that lets me speak, patching it directly to the mother area. Mm -hmm. I'm like, are you two just going to keep twiddling your thumbs out there? Are you going to come out and help us? I'm going to need you to roll for that. So let's roll. I guess this would be considered me trying to be cool. Could it okay. go to cool? Yeah, go for it. Okay, perfect. Set myself up for terribleness because my cool is zero. <laughs> Six and two. So eight. Okay, so that's a partial success. So what comes through the speakers is 
We need to talk about things. <laughs> exactly. So you hear about half of it, but the general gist of what you hear is we need to meet and that they are on their way to you. But you don't hear any other details. It could literally be about anything, whether Nick is out of cigarettes or it's in relation to this whole alien thing. Mm -hmm. So how do you respond collectively between Dallas and yourself, Owens? I want to stop at my locker on okay. the way to uh, engineering or wherever we're going to be meeting Parker and uh, Lambert or someone else. Parker uh, and Nick. Brett yeah, has Nick. already Sorry. gone down below deck. Got you. Right, as Brett would say. Yeah, uh, Owens has a pistol uh, in their effects that was not in the cryo tube with them. I would hope, I would sincerely hope that the bullets for this thing have been, you know, replaced for something that will not shoot right through the hull, you know, but can provide we'll at out. least some form of protection. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. So what route are you taking to go to your locker? Do you communicate that information that you're headed to the lockers for the rest of the team to meet up? I don't know how I feel about uh, them knowing that I'm armed. They were making, they were cracking jokes over a corpse instead of doing something right away. And that doesn't instill a ton of faith in Owens. Okay. And well, so if you want to leave Dallas, that is always an option to grab it and come back since the team is interested in meeting you. Yeah. I, I talk with, with Dallas and say, uh, we need to hit the lockers real quick, but I, I definitely don't want to go alone. I don't want to run into that death worm thing and I don't want you running into it, into it either. Uh, can we make a quick pit stop on our way to meet the others? Sure. What central meeting point are we meet? Where are we meeting them? Uh, where are the lockers in relation to ladder ways or the auto dock? They're going to be along the, like, they're going to be right in the auto dock. It's just going to be a stack okay. of lockers. I know that may not be traditional, but it That's feels fine. like a middle school hallway. <laughs> in that case, uh, I think Owens is going to impress on Dallas that they should be quick. The mm -hmm. hope being to get there, produce my gun, put it somewhere in my jumpsuit that they don't immediately see it uh, and save it for close encounters, if you know what I mean. All right. Um, sounds good. So... You two stroll along to the auto dock and you open your locker. I'm going to need you to roll cool so Dallas doesn't see that you have a gun. Yeah, uh, that is only a six. Uh, I do have a plus one uh, okay. to cool. So that's a total of seven. It's another but... partial success. So this time, Dallas sees your gun and is like, what are you thinking having a firearm on this ship? And you're going to need to explain yourself with some charm or some cool. Take your pick. I am going to act under pressure. All right. Um, and I am going to uh, tell him better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Um, and just do a safety check on the pistol. Make sure that it won't jam on me at an inopportune moment. That kind of thing. And at least pretend to check the bullets and make sure that you know they're made of softer stuff than the hull of the ship because if acid 
eats through the hull. Uh, hopefully the bullets aren't quite so piercing. Yeah. Here's hoping, right? Yeah, he says, so far we've seen that thing come out of an egg, exit Kane's chest via the ribs, and bleed something we can't tell the difference from molecular acid. Creation only knows what it's going to do uh, when it gets hungry. So, yeah, mm. uh, it can snack on a bullet as far as I care. Dallas says, that's fair. And the two of you head back toward Mother, where you're going to be meeting with Nick and Parker. And it's the first time the four of you are back together since this has occurred. And yet, I believe you both have some information to share with each other. Owens tucks the gun away uh, under the jumpsuit so that the, it doesn't impact the line of what they're wearing. With the safety on, with the safety on. Um, important note. <laughs> important note tries as best they can to look casual and not just a bundle of nerves which they are quickly becoming and can you roll cool uh, for that i can absolutely roll cool for that uh when i'm not dropping my dice Aha! another five and a one so that's a six with a plus one to cool which is Bugger. technically a fail so you're like yeah. sweating pretty profusely like yeah. visibly sweating at this point like, <laughs> like the back of your shirt one of my is temples getting wet. is throbbing with tension yeah 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 you can see and the vein in your forehead sticking out <laughs> owens is hugging themselves uh and like leaning against something that completely <laughs> stiffly while trying to look relaxed and not being convincing at all <laughs> and says, so long story short, mother can't take us anywhere until we get the flux loosener replaced in engineering. Did we pack spares? Do we have the equipment to repair the existing flux loosener? What do you need in order to find out? I kind of raise my hands up and like, oh, of course. <laughs> Figures. First, we got a little, little rat-like bastard running through the ship. And now the flux loosener is gone, disappeared. Ugh, ain't that just, ain't that just the luck of it all? Uh, um, Dallas adds on. So, what are you going to do about it? Because you and Parker are a couple of the most qualified engineers that we have on this ship. Meaning that you are basically willing to work for no pay, but that you have some sort of engineering experience. So. What are you two going to do about it? So we're going to have to go down there uh, to to the engine itself and just we're going to have to find the backup flux loosener and we're going to have to go uh, reinstall it in. Now, what are you, that, that should be simple enough. But how are we going to do that and also make sure we capture this little critter? Dallas responds with, why on earth would we want to capture it? Capture it, Owen... kill it, whatever. Parker goes, yeah, Owen... <laughs> Owens turns to Dallas and like, well, we can't just let it run loose. It's already killed once. Mm -hmm. Dallas adds on, now, don't get mad at me here, but this could be a great addition to science after it's dead science can have it fair fair i wasn't saying that we necessarily need it alive i was just saying that 
maybe staying on the ship is not such a bad thing. We just can't necessarily control it. So do any of you have a good idea of how to control it? Mother comes back on from the other room and says, Acid burn through wiring of spindle on bridge in need of two repairs. Two repairs immediately. Flux loosener and hollow spindle in need of two repairs to avoid shutdown, please. It's on the bridge? Yep, sounds like it. Okay, look. We're gonna need we're gonna need an exit plan here in case everything goes sideways. So, here's what I think: this thing's eating through our ship. Uh, things get real bad, real messy. We're gonna just have to, I don't know, board the shuttle and get out of here. Shuttle won't take five. Uh, mm. Shuttle only fits three, friend. Right. That friend was very ominous," said yeah. Dallas. Da uh, Owens is not. Can I do a, a quick cool roll to even though hide. Owens is sweating? Not just that. It's less about um, uh, helping out, but more about acting under pressure. Like I don't respect Dallas a lot less after saying. But think of what it could do for science. <laughs> um, and that's a ten plus a oh. one. So, so you hide it Owens really well. Hiding contempt on Kane's behalf for this thing that's already killed once. Owens looks around for any kind of a cage or anything like that. I don't know if we have any felines, dogs, or other small pets on. I would the need ship. you to roll like investigate to see okay. if you can um, the equivalent of that, like investigate a mystery, to see if you can find something that would be useful. That is an eight, including my bonus of two for sharp. Okay. So since you guys are over near Mother still, because um, you're looking around the room and conveniently, the dock for Mother looks like a cage in some ways. Almost like you could lock it from the outside and trap something inside. It would cut off communication, but it wouldn't necessarily derail where you're trying to head. I turn to Dallas and ask, hey, Captain, is there any way to contact Mother if the direct console is no longer available for reasons? Yes, you, Dallas says confidently, yes, I believe we could contact from the hypersleep vault if we absolutely had to. There's a small intercom there where we could get a hold of corporate and Mother, but we only have one chance to do that. Right. Always hated how stuffy it is in that little thing. Uh, fine. So, I take a quick moment to interrupt and say, all right, all right, all right. You guys, you guys finish figuring this out. Parker and I, we're, we're gonna go head down and we're gonna go fix the flux loosener and then we're gonna have to figure out what to do about those wires with the acid burns. Let us worry about the wires right now. Um, while you're in engineering, see if you can find any additional supplies for patchwork because if this thing's made two holes already, we don't know what what more damage it's gonna do before we catch it. So we are going to head down into the engineering room. Parker and Nick head down into the engineering room. It's dark, it's dreary. Steam pipes blow every once in a while. No one As really a... knows what they're for, but they're a part of the ship. 
So as we're, we're walking down, I'd like to use my uh, my move of oops mm -hmm. to see if I can stumble across something important. Maybe maybe something to help me defend myself against the creature, you know? Well, in this case, as you go down there, you find a flux loosener. Oh. And you find the body of Brett. Brett. <laughs> My brother! <laughs> Parker is just nauseated and overwhelmed at this point. Parker backs up against the wall of the engineering room, trying not to vomit from just the pure disgust of basically the insides of Brett hanging out on the outside. Brett and Parker, little did anyone know, were actually stepbrothers. They got onto this ship together, and they planned to leave this ship together, and Parker is absolutely distraught. Parker is hyperventilating and just searing with rage and grief. I get up close to Parker and I go, get yourself together, man. You see that right there? That That is Brett, and we have to deal with that. He was one of us, okay? He was one of those, he was one of those upper deck people, and uh, you think you think he'd want us to be in a panic like this? Oh, look, we got a serious danger we got to deal with here. That thing is a lot more dangerous than I thought at first. Uh, we got to go find that thing, but first we got to fix the flux loosener. You hear me, Parker? Parker is zoning out. You're going to need to roll at least a charm to convince him to keep moving on. He is distraught. At least a charm? Would you settle for a cool? Maybe a, maybe a sharp or a tough? <laughs> you need, I mean... <laughs> You could manipulate him, but I figure a moment of empathy here is warranted. Okay, not great. Okay. Empathy can be, manip be manipulative, but be manipulative. Just gonna put that yeah. out there. Yeah, Okay. True. Final scoring is nine on my charm. Okay, that, that was pretty good. So you kind of seem to shake him out of it for a second there, but suddenly Parker feels something scratch against his back. He's pierced in the back. He takes one harm. There's something in the darkness right above you has reached an appendage down and made an impact. That sounded much dirtier than I meant it. But <laughs> So Parker is obviously freaking out. And you have a flux loosener to fix down in the engineering room. What are you going to do, Nick? Oh, crap. Here we go. Oh, I should have figured this uh, this would happen. To, to make sure I fully understand the situation here. So you're saying the creature is above us, mm -hmm. and he has just poked Parker. But Yes, he's, he's done a sort of like tail slash, where it's slash. only one harm, but it's basically to let you know that, hey, this guy backed into my territory. Okay, okay, okay. So the first thing I'm going to do is, as I look up to see the creature... <laughs> I'm going to start to back away slowly. Okay. Okay. Backing away. Uh, always keep my eyes on the creature. Does does he disappear at all, or is he just staying still? It's staying still, but it blends in with the background. So it is very hard to see. But Parker is frozen in fear. And Parker just goes, What the f*** was that? And Parker touches his back 
and moves its hand and realizes that there's his hand is red and just dripping with blood and Parker is visibly shaking and frozen with fear. So I'm I'm backed away from Parker and I'm mm-hmm. starting to whisper to him, Parker, move, come here, but come slowly. You see that? You see how that creature hasn't moved yet? It means, if you notice, it doesn't really have eyes. So tell me, how do you think it sees? It's got to be that uh, that there echolocation I heard about. That's my th- that's my theory. You hear a gentle screech from above in soft shuffling moving above you almost as if it heard you you need a roll to convince parker to move anywhere though because parker is officially in shock parker come to me slowly 10. nice so parker with trembling hands blood-ridden hands slowly starts stepping toward you stepping closer trying not to wince in pain getting closer to you almost in tears and holding his breath all right says i'm still down to fix things if you are i don't know what to do from here all right i would like to use my oops again i want to see if there's anything around me that i could maybe throw Okay. There is a toolbox that you could throw that's probably like a 10-pound toolbox. Okay. I'm gonna go... Is, is it within reach? If you quietly move, you can easily get access to it, yes. Okay. I quietly move up to the toolbox. Open the toolbox. I grab... I'm assuming there's a wrench in the toolbox. Of course. Most toolboxes have wrenches. <laughs> okay, I go for the 9 inch head wrench. <laughs> okay. Looking number 9 over 16. Mm-hmm. And I throw it towards the opposite direction of where Parker and I are at. Now, I, if I recall correctly, there are chains hanging. I aim for mm-hmm. a chain that's as far away from me as possible. So, because you now are pretty deep in the engineering room, you throw it toward the entrance slash exit of the engineering room. And it does hit the chains, and you hear a little soft scuffle head in that general direction. Okay. And we will pause right there with your storyline and hit up Owens and Dallas as they are waiting anxiously on the bridge. Owens and Dallas... Have you found anything useful to repair things on the bridge? Yeah, the first thing I want to do is like locate the damage, see how bad it is, and see what repair what either repairs can be done with gear available on the bridge, or see if some less important system has wires it can volunteer for the mm-hmm. cause, like. I mean, obviously, we still need life support and things like that. But if there are secondary systems or anything like that that have wires that can be spliced in to replace the the burned out damaged ones, 
I also want to find a flashlight. So those are about three different moves. So let's start with okay. you. Do you want to start with finding a flashlight or do you want to start with figuring out where the source of the problem is? Let's start with the flashlight because that'll illuminate the problem and hopefully lead us to the wires. So, all right. Yeah. Sounds good. Go ahead and roll uh, investigate a mystery. So that way we can figure out where things are. <sighs> oh no. Even with my sharp bonus, that is only a six. I got double twos. No. So no luck finding a flashlight. Like, damn it's it. okay. Dallas is going to roll and see if Dallas can be any help. You guys are basically scouring around like on your hands and knees, hoping that you can find a flashlight somewhere. And Dallas rolls. <gasps> Dallas also rolled a failing roll. So you both are still kind of on your hands and knees, just looking and you are unable to find a flashlight. Do you want to try to find the source of the problem? I mean, I have to at this point. That's the next thing on the docket. Uh, I follow my nose to the smell of burnt wiring. Uh, All right, go ahead and roll cool. Let's see if your senses are really intact after the chaos of today. <laughs> one and a three on the dice with a plus one to cool, leaving me at a lonely five. Oh, no. So basically, as you're smelling around the bridge, you actually go past the bridge and are in the ladder way now. And Dallas calls over to you, what the hell are you doing, man? And uh, Dallas rolls. Dallas also does a failing roll. So the two of you are basically like nose to the ground in the ladder way, basically essentially waiting for an update from Mother on what is happening in the engineering room because you two are lost without hope at this point. Oh my God. <laughs> Back in the That's engineering crazy. room, uh, you had just thrown the wrench, which has thrown off the xenomorph toward the entrance of the engineering room. So what are you going to do now, Nick right. and Parker, who is coming out of shock after seeing his stepbrother be dead and after him being slashed by the tailed xenomorph? Okay. Um, <clears throat> how far away are we from the engine that's uh, malfunctioning right now? Do we have to exit the engineering room or are we, are we there? The engine that you're trying to work on is in the room. Okay. I look at Parker. I look at him like, listen, I need you to watch my guard. Okay. I'm going to go replace that flux loosener. And as soon as we're done, we're gonna get out of here. I'm going to get you. I'm going to heal that wound of yours. Okay. Takes a deep breath and you're going to have to roll charm again on this one. So seven. Nice. Okay. So it's a partial success. Do you want to take a failure now or a potential failure later? I will take, I'll take the failure now. Okay. Parker inhales and goes, man, I don't know. I really, I thought I could do this, but I just, I really can't. And he runs back toward the entrance. Parker, no! And you hear screaming as Xenomorph reaches down and shreds Parker clean in half. My brother! <laughs> right in front of you. And then the room goes silent. And you're left alone in the engineering room with no backup. And the rest of your team 
is upstairs. Okay. Wandering around in the dark. Yes, wandering around in the dark with their noses to the ground, trying to smell for a wire failure. Okay. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Okay, I know there's only one way this is going to work right now. Okay. I'm going to have to employ a luck. A luck? Yes. Okay, so to what is your luck exactly? What do you want to happen out of this outcome? Something that just distracts the creature for me, gets him out of the roof. Okay, so upstairs, let me check in with our group upstairs. Owens and Dallas, are the, so the two of you are now in the ladder way. Where are you going from there? Uh, up or down, depending on where the smell of burnt wiring is strongest. Okay, why don't you roll for that and let's see where it'll take you. Yeah, that's another four. That's a three and a one. I'm, I am going to burn a luck point uh, to get us to some success because we're just not moving forward if we're going to keep, if we keep failing like this. Okay, um, so as a result of your luck point, you and Dallas find the the burnt wiring on the bridge you guys had actually gone by it like three or four times but you find it in the middle of the bridge successfully and you're able to uh wait there and there also happens to be an intercom there as well if you are trying to get in touch with nick who also spent his luck point uh yeah i smack the intercom button pretty hard and say brett parker How's it coming with the uh, with the flux? Is it tight or loose? <laughs> and currently, there is silence. Just At this exact moment, you think you're the only ones left. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Strong no. Yeah, uh, if we're not getting any answer from them, I, that's, that's, that's the opposite of good. Let's uh, ask mother for a diagnostic. What happens if we don't fix the flux or the wiring on the bridge since those don't seem to be options right now? Okay, so you two are headed back to mother and I'll hop back into your story in just a second. In the meantime, Nick is using his luck to successfully fix the flux loosener because the intercom was startling enough to the echolocation of the xenomorph so the xenomorph has actually left the room you can hear scuttling leaving you heading further away from you as you fix the flux loosener and you know that by the time you fix it you're actually safe to leave the room okay um i would like to before i leave the room grab a couple more tools out of the toolbox okay so go for it with the GM's permission, I'd like to confirm what's in the toolbox here. So there's a lot of your basic tools like hammers, wrenches, even a uh, electric saw. You know, if you have any desire for that, there is a saw that you could use. Screws, screwdriver, basically all the things that an engineer would need. If you want okay. to roll for something specific, you're welcome to. Let me ask you, do I have duct tape on me? Yes. Okay, so I'm not looking for that. I'll just grab the wrenches for now. I'm okay. just gonna, I'm gonna stock up on wrenches, stick them into my back pocket. Okay, so as you exit the engineering room, where are you headed from there? 
you know that Owens is alive. You don't know if Dallas is alive because Owens didn't mention if Dallas is alive, but you do know Brett and Parker are dead. So where are you headed when you head out of the engineering room? Okay. I know I can't take the creature on alone. I feel like it's a big mistake, though, if I had straight where the where uh, where Owens is. Owens is over uh, with, with mother, right? Yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna head towards Owens. Okay. We're gonna need a game so, plan here. It's gonna need, need more than one person. Wonderful. So you head toward mother. By the time you reach there, you're walking pretty fast. I don't blame you, given everything. Mm-hmm. Um, Owens and Dallas are just conversing with Mother when you join them, and Mother replies to them in regards to their diagnostic question. Flex loosener repaired. Hollow spindle broken. Need wire. Need wire cutters. Please repair. I ask Dallas if he's the one typing. Gauge functionality of ship with broken hollow spindle still make trip home question mark dallas types in the question mother replies trip home successful but uncomfortable and then all the lights in the room suddenly flash red no 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 No, and it says nitrogen hose ripped in airlock we're leaking nitrogen now seek either quarantine or Hydro sleep. Emergency. So I'm back over there with uh, Mother now, right? Yeah, and you scared the absolute bejesus out of them because you've just come up behind them while they're talking to Mother. Oh, dear God! What? Guys, listen. Brett and Parker are dead. Dallas immediately responds with, Did you kill them? No, of course I didn't. It was... It was that thing. It's bigger now. How much bigger? Like seven feet, maybe seven feet, one inch. How, how, how did it get so big so quickly? Dallas says, there's no need to save this for science. We just got to get rid of it at this point. Thank you. (laughs) Oh. Thought you'd lost your mind. Glad someone else is getting some common sense around here. And mother responds with, "You have three minutes of oxygen remaining, unless nitrogen hose repaired." Still got that duct tape. You know it at all times. Can we get to our space suits uh, to reach the nitrogen link? leak so you have two options to get to there you can either take a left at the ladder way or you can go through the auto dock to the other ladder way toward the hypersleep vault which is where your spacesuit is which is the more direct route i would say the way that you avoid uh most things is by taking a left and going through the kitchen and lounge okay then i am going to use uh, the move panic button Name the route we'll try and roll sharp to try and get there as quickly as freaking possible. So this is sharp. Come on! That's a three on those dice. That's a one and a two plus the two for sharp. 
Yeah, man, this is this is not great. Go, go Dallas on. takes over as captain and goes, going through the lounge? That could be where it's lying. Why would we go through there? Maybe we should just go through the auto dock. Maybe we can stock up on weapons while we're near there. I mean, you've Fine. grabbed weapons out of those lockers before. What? <laughs> you got weapons on you? Weapon, singular, okay, yes. What did you grab? Protection. <laughs> and uh, Owens pulls out uh, the, the pistol. Safety still on, thank you very much. Mother responds, two minute warning until fainting from nitrogen will occur. Okay, we got two minutes. Let's just get, let's take the most straightforward path to the airlock. And I got my trusty duct tape. I'm going to go seal up that hose. You follow me. Be careful when you shoot that thing. It has acid blood. I had not forgotten that. Uh, this is, this is, this is a clearly a last resort. Airlock. What if we get this thing in the airlock and open the airlock? I like that idea. It might just work. How are One you going to attract it in the airlock? Says Dallas. Yeah, Owens snaps at him. He says, how do you think? And like, it hasn't had any trouble uh, uh, finding us so far. Um, we're where all the hot snacks are, so. I God. grab my cigarette and go, back on earth. One thing I love to do is go fishing. And anytime you want to grab a nice big 10 pound carp before you need a good bait. This I think that's what we're gonna need right here. Pounds. What? This is a lot more than 10 pounds of carp. Don't worry. That's why we're going to use bigger bait. I offer myself up. I got the duct tape. I'm going to get in there. If I have to fight that creature myself, I will. He killed my brothers down there. Simplify. One minute till... Let's go! ...from oxygen loss. So we do you all head to the hypersleep vault to at least suit up before you go in this crazy plan? Mm-hmm. Man, we're, and which we route are you taking? Are you going straight through the kitchen to the ladder way, or are you going ladder way, auto dock, ladder way? Let's take the most straightforward route. Okay. So yeah. even though Dallas is like, don't go through the kitchen, you guys run through the kitchen and the ladder way. And as you're strolling through the kitchen, you hear a scream. Ah! <laughs> Who's left? The scream is from we Dallas. Garbage. Oh, God. He's ahead of us. He's leading us. Dallas um, turns and runs back toward you, toward the toward the edge of the kitchen, and it's continuing to scream quite loudly. Now you have the option to allow him to be bait and go save yourselves because Dallas will pass out within the next minute. Or We're all going to pass guys, out, though. Or you guys good, can yeah. save yourselves and suit up. I mean, at this point, what choice do we have but to suit up? Because we've got a minute at most at this point. We're no good to Dallas dead or passed out. Okay. So you guys Here, both huh? run past Dallas into the hypersleep vault safely, and you hear Dallas scream until there's only silence in that room. And you both are now oh suited up in the hypersleep vault. 
And at this point, are you headed toward the airlock? I'd say yes. You two are the only two left. Mother <laughs> responds with, airlock leaking. Any passengers remain? Airlock leaking. Any passengers remain? Got your passengers right here. I don't know how effective gloved space gloves are with the trigger and catch of a pistol. I leave that up to the GM's recognizance of if the pistol is still usable or if I need to find something bigger like, oh, I don't know, a harpoon gun. You can always roll while you're in the hypersleep vault and see if there's anything else the two of you can possibly find. I would I would encourage you both to roll, like, investigate or sharp to see if in this moment of panic, realizing that you're the only two left, if there's anything you can find. Yeah, uh, putting the gloves on and realizing that the, the gloved fingers are now too fat for the trigger catch. The gun is now essentially a paperweight. Owens drops the pistol and looks around uh, sharply uh, <laughs> to investigate. That is an eight plus a two of my sharp is a 10. Um, yes, all right. So I'm hoping I find something a little more useful with my giant hand, with my giant gloves on. All right, and is that a choice that Nick is making too, or is Nick not, not going to make that roll? Well, first thing I want to establish is, so there are pockets on, on these spacesuits, right? I'm assuming? Yeah, of course. Okay, so there are places for Girls my wrenches. jeans don't have big enough pockets. Spacesuits have big pockets. Obviously. <laughs> okay, so uh, I'll store my trusty wrenches and my duct tape in the pockets. I'll uh, I'll use my oops again. <laughs> I want to find something useful. What can I use? <laughs> okay, so in that moment... Owens finds a harpoon gun, similar to what they had been dreaming about. Apologies. Nightmaring about. Nightmaring about. about. <laughs> and Nick finds a flamethrower. Woo! <laughs> but at this point, with you two being the only two left and air quickly leaking, it is time to repair the airlock. Okay. Mother is still yelling from the other room. Airlock in need of repair. Please repair airlock. I look at I look at Owens, I go, look, there's only two of us left. Now, we're gonna go repair that airlock in hopes of maybe killing that little son of a gun. But if it comes down worse to worse, we gotta make a beeline for the shuttle. Get the heck out of here. And just leave that thing to haunt this ship. I wanna live to see another day. Now, there's a self-destruct if you want to go use that. We lost some time. The self-destruct takes like five minutes just to warm up. We don't have that kind of time. One thing at a time. Okay, look. Together, you and I are going to the airlock to plug the nitrogen leak. And if by some stroke of bad, horrific luck, this monster decides it's still hungry, maybe we can introduce it to the empty void of space. Maybe. That is, of course, assuming it doesn't suck us out into space at the same time. All right. So the two of you are headed to the airlock together. So you two are headed back toward the bridge. And Nick is walking very quietly. That is something that Owens notices, that he is walking 
quietly as if he knows something about this monster that Owens does not know. Yeah, Owens is hyperventilating and singing quietly under their breath now, and it is amplified by the speaker on the suit. So Owens is is not the most is not silent and not worried about being silent unless uh, Nick's character says something about it because we do not have the wherewithal to just in, in, intonate. Uh, and what are your marching uh, orders? Is Owens in front or is Nick in front? Oh, I was going to say, I'm the one who's going into the airlock. That was the plan. So I'll be in the front. Okay. I'll take that. I'm watching your back. Yeah. I, All right. I hear him hyperventilate. I look at Owens and go, Owens, listen to me. <laughs> what? This, I need you to trust me right now. <laughs> that creature, I'm pretty sure it has that... Uh, the echolocation. You know, things the the dolphins use. See, my theory is it doesn't have eyes. So it's got to see somehow. It's sensitive to sound. So I'm going to need you to be super quiet. Um, Owens reaches a trembling hand up to the knob, controlling the volume of their uh, <laughs> headset. And... <laughs> So the two of you walk quietly and, by the grace of God, make it all the way to the airlock. And you okay. have a moment here before you go fix it. What is happening here in this moment as you're face to face with the airlock, realizing what you need to do? Okay. <laughs> I'm going to secure myself. So normally with the spacesuit, you have something that tethers you to the spaceship itself. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I want to look around and see if I can find the thing that I can secure myself to for safety reasons. Okay. You've been on this ship before, so you're able to find it very easily. You know, you're familiar with the ship. You've pretty much engineered the inside and outside of it. So you understand where to lock yourself in safely. And Owens is outside watching guard. Okay. Now, the work that you're doing... Opening duct tape is noisy business. And mm. Owen starts to hear shuffling and All creaking right. on the ship. But it could just be the ship creaking. All right. Creak. <laughs> ship makes a lot of noises, but creaking is not one of them. The thing about airlocks is that they have two doors. The one to outer space and the door behind that that is to the airlock itself. And Owens is standing, uh, keeping guard uh, on the threshold door, not the not the actual hatch to outer space. Mm -hmm. And their hand, like one hand is on the harpoon gun and the other is just getting closer and closer to the door shut hatch, the control to seal the airlock from here. And um, I'm going to use trust me and roll charm. I'm going to tell Nick. Now listen, we've got a solid idea here. You're you're strapped in, right? You're strapped to something stable. Give him a thumbs up. Whatever happens when the door behind you shuts, you open the airlock itself as fast 
as you can. Do you understand me? Thumbs up again. That is a six on the dice with a plus one to charm. I will burn a luck point uh, to get that up to a convincing. Owen's voice is flat enough to conceal any misgivings they may have about the timing to sealing the airlock. They're keeping as much of a watch as they can uh, while they may or may not be thinking about killing Nick uh, to <laughs> save their own hide. Um, wow. Wow. Okay. With, with your voice being so monotone, there is shuffling that comes right above your head. I take a breath and I look so you need to roll cool at this moment. Oh, do I? <laughs> oh, do I? <laughs> that is an eight plus cool is nine. So that's a plus one. Nice. So nine okay, on so you did good. You did pressure. good. You did good. Um, so thankfully, you very silently tilt your head up, having that Jurassic Park moment as you look in horror at what is above you. And you see a eyeless head just kind of tilting down toward you. And at that moment, Nick, I'm going to need you to roll a cool roll as well. Oh boy, okay. Six. Oh no. So, in that moment, with the glove getting stuck to your duct tape, it makes a huge sound. A huge ripping sound. And it, the xenomorph scuttles into the airlock. And now it's you and the xenomorph in the airlock, but the door is still open to where Owens is. Uh, Owens uh, <laughs> slams the button as hard as they can. Lucky, 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 bam! Um, <laughs> you bastard! And, and shouts, now! To Nick on the other side of the door. <laughs> um, Nick, what do you do? All right. With one hand, I reach into my pockets. Just to be ready. The other hand, I bust open the hatch on the airlock, letting space in. Nice, very nice. I'm gonna need you to roll kick some ass for that because that's kind of a fighting <laughs> move. So let's see if you can evade this completely. All right. So that's uh, that's tough, right? So. Yeah, tough, a tough roll. Oh, that's a tough roll, all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Okay, I have a six. A six? Oh no! Yeah. So, in that moment, the tail of the xenomorph catches onto the pipe that you were working on, but the body is kind of flailing in space for just a half a second. And it slowly uses its claws to grip back onto the edge of the spaceship. And it's slowly crawling back in toward you and it's gonna make an attack at this point because now you are locked in with the xenomorph oh boy <laughs> that, oh anything. it misses it it lunges ah. claws at you Thank there you. goes my pop filter i was very into the story um it lunges its claws at you in memphis okay but at now it is stuck in the airlock with you, and it's between you and space. You are strapped into the ship, and it is hanging on to the pipe that you are working on. 
Okay. <laughs> and um, Owens is outside humming to themselves like, ha, 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 staying alive, staying alive. <laughs> oh, you suck. Okay. Here we go. Um, man. I'm going to try the best thing I know I can do. Kill it! With what? <laughs> okay. Um, I'm gonna. I don't really have my flamethrower with me, and that'd be kind of hard to grab. So, I'm gonna go with my trusty wrenches. <laughs> I'm gonna take both wrenches, and I'm gonna use what I know about the alien. I'm gonna start clanging those wrenches up against the wall. I'm making as much noise as possible right now. Because I know nice. it's sensitive to hearing. My theory is that this will disorient it. Yes, and roll some kick some ass with that. Let's see if that is a successful move. Ten. Lovely. Okay, so with that moment, you're basically playing a drum solo with your wrenches against the wall, like, and Owens on the other side is like, is that Nick's body being dragged along? Or what is happening here? But in the moment, the xenomorph is super confused. It's moving its head around, but it's not making, like, it's very disoriented in this moment. It is moving its head around a lot, but it's not making any other sudden movements. Okay. So, okay. What are you doing from there? Are you still banging I'm, around when the xenomorph is going to make its next move? I am going to kick it in the face as hard as I can to try and get it to let go. Okay. That thing needs to let go. There's nowhere I could run. Okay. Roll kick some ass for that move. No, it's a one. Okay, one more roll. Four. So six. Six. Okay. Um, in this context, that is a failing move because you are in space. So your boots are very light at this point, And you kind of like float your foot up as if you're about to hit it. And it simply makes a move to bite your foot. Oh, no. And so unfortunately it only rolled a six, so it does aim to bite you, but because you're in basically zero gravity, it can't quite figure out where your foot is. So all the jaws extend, but it just very narrowly misses your foot. Okay. And meanwhile, <laughs> Owen has switched to a different soundtrack to be humming outside. I am peering through the view glass, the window, for lack of a better word, uh, in the airlock hatch to the, the airlock itself and watching uh, in rapt attention. I don't necessarily know that my hand is gripping a uh, spear gun for Ooh. dear life. Like, are there guide bars? Are there straps? Are there, is there anything I could wrap a leg around on this side of the the lock um, to stabilize myself so I can open the thing and fire at the I would roll, let's roll sharp and let's see in this moment how quickly you can adapt to a situation like that. Okay. 
Um, great. That is a nine, untouched. Uh, with sharp, that is an extra two. So we're looking at an 11 of like, I can do this. This is just a series of simple move movements. Bop and bang, bop and bang. That's all I gotta do, bop and bang. So my hand <laughs> So gets... your tail in the back, you do have a thing that you can uh, kind of loop over the guardrails mm -hmm. in the general uh, like ladder way. So, okay. or I mean, next to the bridge, like there, there is like a guardrail for support. So you can always like strap your leg or your like tail of your astronaut suit over there. It's up I'm to gonna, you what you choose to do. I'm gonna hook my leg just so I've got some muscle control and I'm not relying entirely on, you know, whatever fabric is available. Mm -hmm. um, and just uh, smack the button, fire and hope for the best. Uh, okay, let's roll some kick some ass. Let's see where that hit will be. Okay, uh, this is a, this is a tough roll, uh, it is. which I have zero in, and because there is a risk you could hit Nick too. There is a risk of that, yeah. Um, yeah. And I I want to shout as uh, as I do this. Look out! And. Uh, <laughs> Smack the button. That is a 10. That is double fives uh, on firing the uh, the spear gun uh, as the door hisses open, uh, firing at the, the black skinned creature that is drooling on my last comrade. And it's a hit. It squelches in pain as you hit it in the general like midsection because it whips its mm. head toward you as you scream and it raises up as if it's about to attack. It still has its tail hooked to the pipe that Nick was working on and mm. it screams and takes two harm and now it is pursuing you, but it is inching somewhat slowly. It's more reaching toward you because it is trying to stay in the zero gravity. Yeah, I'm gonna just slam the button again. You <laughs> <laughs> close it. <laughs> um, all right, Nick, what is your move? Are you going to kick some ass? I'm going to drum solo again. <laughs> so you drum solo again after it's already distracted. So now it turns its head back toward you. And... But this will disorient it, right? Huh? This will disorient it, right? So... Yeah, um, I mean, it was going to try to get you with its claws, but unfortunately it missed again. This xenomorph has terrible rolls today. So it, it reaches out to slash you with a claw because the disorientation and the door slamming, but it does miss. So now you are still trapped Ugh. in an open airlock with the xenomorph. And Owen is on the other side. Now, Owen, do you have another move you'd like to make? Owen's is... I don't know what the hell they're thinking right now. This thing has just been shot with a harpoon. It did not fly out of the airlock uh, in pain um, and is still going for him. And uh, looking in confusion at Nick with the, the wrenches like, throw the wrenches at it. Can the drum solo hit it. That's a valid, okay. that's a valid. Do you need a roll charm to try to convince Nick to do so? Is he saying it over the intercom or is he just yelling? 
I mean, you guys I are think... somewhat connected with your headsets because you could hear yeah. Owen's breathing. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll roll a charm roll if I have to. I mean, <laughs> you don't appear no, no, to have no, no, any no, other sorry. ideas. You don't need to roll a charm. I'm like, you know what? That sounds like a smart idea. <laughs> okay, so I take my wrench. And despite the fact that we're we have no gravity here, so the creature in terms... is still kind of floating. Like its its tail is stuck. It's like latched onto the pipe with its tail. That that um, area that you've been trying to tape, that's where it's mm -hmm. latched onto. It's basically floating outside of that, but still doing sweeping, clawing motions, trying to attack. Okay. And it has so... a harpoon in it now too. Okay, so it's latched on by the tail. So you are a little bit closer to the door than uh, the alien. That's what I asked. Okay. Okay. I am going to. I'm going to attack the tail. I'm going to throw a wrench at the tail. I got two wrenches, okay. right? Yep, you got two. You got two chances. Yeah, all right. So roll kick some ass twice and let's see what you can do. Okay. First, first throw that wrench. Is a six. So unfortunately, that one just kind of floats by. And just pinwheels <laughs> out. Can I yeah, volunteer some luck? Like, I believe in you! But it is still Nick's turn. Even if you're yelling at him to yeah. uh, do something, he's not going to totally hear you right now. So, yeah, Nick, fair. go ahead and throw your second wrench. All right. I'm going to use my last move I have. What could go wrong? Because I am, I have charged into danger. Okay. And I want to take a plus two forward on an act under pressure roll. And this is, I don't know anything that's more pressing, more pressing than uh, having one wrench left. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go ahead with that plus two bonus right there. All Throw right. this wrench. And this time, I'm aiming for the head. Go for it. Oh, I'm going to need it. <laughs> First roll is not good. Okay, so that's an eight total, but mm -hmm. plus two with my luck could go wrong, so it's a 10. Okay, so it is a 10. Instead of throwing it in a last minute effort, what you do is pretend to use the wrench on its tail. You like use the wrench and pinch the tail. And as a reactive moment, the tail comes free. And the xenomorph <laughs> shoots back into space. <laughs> we did it. And now you're still in the airlock by yourself. Is there any railing I could grab onto? Well, you're still hooked in, so you're not just floating into the ether, but you you are just floating in the airlock, waiting for Owens to let you back in. I Okay, I go on my intercom. I go, Owens, the alien has flew out. Close the hatch. Close the hatch. Ah! Bam! Uh, hit that button as as hard as I can. Yay! So you close the hatch. The two of you look at each other with victory and just pure insanity based on what just happened. And at this point, did you actually fix the airlock? Are you I was still about having... to say. I was about to say. I was like. Let me let me get the priority the straight first. Could still be a problem. Yeah, let me get the priority straight first. I grab my duct tape, and I and I close that rip in the hose. Very good, very good. Now, I mean, 
there's still like some issues with the wire silo, but you can still travel home at that point. And the, holo the, the holographic spindle is still out of commission. Yeah. Yeah. It's out of commission. But at this point, the two of you are just so happy to be alive. <laughs> and you can hear mother from the other room say, Oxygen oh, restored. Oxygen restored. Any alive humans should be able to breathe oxygen within three minutes. Yeah, I'm going to leave my uh, headset on for at least four because I'm not inclined to terribly trust mother, but I am going to make my way back to the console and say uh, organism evacuated from ship, returning course to home. Eat it. <laughs> <laughs> and mother says, eat what? I am computer. What eat? Yeah, I bet you don't know. And um, <laughs> leave, stomp out in disgust. And where are you two headed from there? Now that you've defeated the monster, I mean, at least evaded the monster, where are you two I, headed? To sleep? Uh, well, to sleep, to dream. Um, but also to the bridge to confirm that our course home is locked in and um, that our flight path is not too obstructed because we don't want to get lost for 57 years. That would be terrible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's valid. <laughs> That's valid. And you ask mother about the flight course. Mother says, 10 months to home. I turn to Nick and say it's it's... Not what we planned, but no more pit stops. No more pit stops ever. Got no problems with that. And the two of you together head back toward the Cairo sleep chamber, both grabbing a cup of coffee before you go and a couple comic books from the lounge. Because, you know... <laughs> You're going to need some light reading before you wind back down into sleep. Preferably something without aliens in it. So you look yeah. for one of those comic books that doesn't have aliens. And yeah. the two of you realize that with the contract that you signed with Mother's Company, that you can never tell anyone what happened. Because what no one would believe you. And the company exactly. potentially would assassinate you based on what happened earlier in the movie. So you're left oh, headed into noise. this pyro chamber with this burdening secret that only the two of you know. I'm I'm going off the grid. I'm going to tell everyone I know. Mother I... always knows. Mother, Mother knows best. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pass it down to my children and my children's children. <laughs> and mommy will be watching. So the two of you head into sleep. Mother plays some calming music as she continues to steer you towards home. And congratulations, you two. You two actually survived. survived. Yeah, getting lucky. Yeah, those luck points came in real handy. Y'all, I mean, you rolled some really good rolls right when you needed it. And yes. I mean, otherwise things would have gotten real sour real quick. Oh my, yeah. yes. Like I was, I think Owens was fully prepared uh, if the opportunity demanded to just sacrifice Nick's character. Like, oh, I darn. fully believe that. <laughs> it's like, oh, darn, Survivor, 
just me. That was. Ugh. Yay! Point, that's the feeling I, I want to leave <laughs> with my art. I thought you were going to grab your bucket of popcorn and just from, from behind the hatch. <laughs> Owens isn't a sadist. Like he wouldn't enjoy that <laughs> unless you'd wronged them somehow, and you haven't done that. But uh, yeah, I think Owens is in for a long, lonely career of uh, not being able to talk about what happened where, you know, five or six of my crewmates died mysteriously. And I don't want to talk. And you're a nepo baby of the company. So it's even worse for you. At least, at least Nick can get off the grid, but you have to be the face of this as survivors return home. Nick can avoid the pictures, but you're going to be on every headline. Oh, Burdened no. The secret. <laughs> you're going to be reckoned as the hero for for the rest of your life. I can just see Owens, like, continually bumped up uh, to lower, lower mid-management. Here is your office. Here is your desk. Here are the people you will never speak to again. And who knows? Maybe Nick and Owens will reunite for the sequel. <laughs> fat chance <laughs> i'm just going to enjoy nightmares for the rest of my natural life thanks very much <laughs> well congratulations you two thank you everyone for tuning in to this exciting episode of survive this crit where we saw that owens and nick did manage to survive this crit and survive against the xenomorph which is a very difficult challenge within itself especially surviving as a team. So thank you all for joining. Make sure to let us know which film we should do next for your chance to be an NPC in an upcoming RPG. Bye now. Bye, everybody. Bye.